All right, friends, it's Kate here with Mamas Making Commas, where our mission is to help women fulfill their passion and their purpose and make commas in their paycheck every month doing things that they love. So today I have a super special guest. And you know what? I just realized I didn't even ask how to properly pronounce your name and I don't want to say it wrong. Um, so do you mind introducing yourself and tell us where you're from and just a little bit about you. Awesome. I'm super happy to be here. So thank you so much, Kate, for having me on your podcast. So my name is Tisha Doriana, often mispronounced just because of how it's spelled. Um, I'm from Alberta, Canada, and I have been in the network marketing industry now for just over five years. So I originally started in a party plan company, and I naturally was someone that was a little bit more introverted. I get you would almost call me like a introverted extrovert. And I don't know if that makes sense to some people, but it's like, I do really well independently. And I like my, I like my alone time. I'm also not someone to speak up in terms of like, um, even though you would maybe look at me now and be like, what? Like she's talking on this podcast, but originally like presentations were like instantly felt ill. Um, even just speaking up in class, if you really go back to like my school days and stuff, like I was always like an anxious person in terms of people would never think that what I had to say was important or just always scared of like being judged. I was that like shy person when it came to that. But when it came to things I was really passionate about, one of them being um, school sports and all that kind of stuff, like I took a leader role there. And so that's where you would see sort of my more, I guess, extroverted personality. So that was my kind of personality when um, I guess growing up and before I got introduced to network marketing, I felt like I wasn't a person that people would look at and be like, yeah, I want her on my team. Like she has the qualities. Like I did not feel like I had any sort of qualities of that sense when it came to um, leadership or even being in some kind of industry that offers sales. Like I just never looked at myself like that. Um, but it wasn't until I had this, it was a party because I, like I said, I got introduced to party plan at the beginning and I just fell in love with the product. And I was asked about the business opportunity and I would have never even looked into it unless someone asked me. So tip right there. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. Um, but when I was asked, it was something that like it ran, like it ran through my mind and I was kind of like, well, like, I don't know what could come of this, like definitely not making tons of money, but like, I like the product. So let's get started for a discount. And do some online stuff. That's where I was really focused on. I, I come from a very small town originally called St. Paul, Alberta in Canada. If you guys have ever heard of it, very tiny. Um, but when I moved to the city for school, I was originally going to school. I, I got my degree in psychology. And then when I was introduced to network marketing, I was in, it was in the middle of my elementary education degree, and I was going to become an elementary teacher. So that's when I was introduced to it. And I joined up in the industry about like halfway through my degree. And like I said, it, I was just like, okay, I'll do some online um, parties and stuff like that. And when I had my own party, I had some people wanting to book. So that's how she approached me was you have people wanting to book. Like, do you want to take these parties? And I was like, oh, like, that sounds kind of cool, but really outside my comfort zone. Um, but I said, yes. And I'm someone that's very open-minded, even though I was on the Shire side, so I did it, and I thought, you know what, I think a lot of people, too, coming into this do lack a lot of confidence, and I was one of those people that was, like, one of the biggest things I've gained from this industry is, is developing that confidence in myself and ability to speak and, and just have have an opinion on it, and, and I've felt, I felt this passion and this, like, 
burning drive in me to like that this is what I was called to do. So um, to make a long story short, I got started. I loved it. I was just doing parties here and there. And all I was doing is sharing the things that I knew, which is that I love the product and I love sharing um, just my business and products with people that I naturally started to attract people to me. I remember my leader asked me like, are you interested in leadership? And I'm like, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't need people under me. Like I'm learning this myself. I don't need to teach other people how to do it. Um, but it naturally started happening because people saw how excited and how passionate I was about it. So um, grew a team. And five years later, I had a team of about 250 women. Um, half of those, more than half of those personally recruited by me. And a lot of it was through attraction marketing because it was just something that I naturally loved. And so when I graduated with my education degree, I remember just following the natural next steps. And that was to go apply for jobs and, you know, go to interviews. So I applied for all these jobs. I got called for, I think, three interviews the following week. And at that time, I was starting to see, starting to see like a sort of full-time income. And I had a team. I was, I was um, just close to earning my very first incentive trip, which was like mind-blowing to me. Like first it started with just like, okay, one thing about me, obsessed with sushi. So the first thing was it's feeding the sushi addiction. Um, yes. Okay. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> feeding the sushi addiction. That's what I'm like. Yes, I could get free sushi. I can go for wing night with my friends. Like I was a college student. So this is the stuff that excited me. Right. Um, and then something really amazing happened when I started that second semester and I was able to pay off my entire tuition just with the money that I earned from my business. And I was like, this is crazy. Like people are actually making money with this. Like how, like, am I actually one of those people or is it just going to like fade right away? And, and so what, what happened was I got those calls for those interviews and I made the decision to not attend one of those interviews. And I chose to pursue the network marketing industry full time. I dove in full force. Imagine what my parents said to me when I told them that I wasn't going to be um, going to any of my interviews that, you know, they called me for, uh, they were confused. They were supportive, but they were confused. They were like, excuse me, like you just went to school for this long and you're not going to any interviews. Um, but I just remember trying to explain to them and trying to make them understand like this is I've never been so passionate about something in my life. Like when I decided what I was going to do, I think it came out of like experience for me. I worked in daycares like for many years. I coached youth soccer and I was like, yeah, yeah, I like kids like I could do this. Um, but while I was in my final practicum, I had a really hard time. Um, I was very mentally exhausted and I was just kind of put in an unsupportive environment. And long story short, I basically would come home crying every single day. It was so hard. I would be like calling my boyfriend, my mom, talking to my best friend, my roommates. And it was just every single day over and over again. And all I could think is like, am I really like set out to do this? Is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? And the only thing I looked forward to was coming home and working on my side business at the time that was paying off my tuition, right? And things like that. And so I subbed for my first year out of school because I didn't want to completely disappoint people. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll sub, I'll use my degree. Um, but really my focus was my business. And that expanded more and more. I invested in myself, got myself some coaches and mentors. When I came into the industry, I had an incredible mentor, but um, she was kind of also with corporate and um, she wasn't there after a couple of years. She was still there for me as a person and she still mentors me to this day. 
but I, everything I learned after that, I kind of figured out on my own. And I figured out that one thing I loved was social media. And I was kind of known as like the social media person in my company. I would be the one training on social media, everyone coming into my team. I'm teaching them how to do social media and show up with online presence. And that is what I absolutely love to do. So um, pursued the industry full time. And um, soon after that, I realized how much I have a love for coaching, how much I have a love for um, building up leaders in this industry, because I like I really started to see the person I was becoming through this all. And I'm like, I'm becoming the best version of myself. And now, like, I make that my mission to help people become the best version of themselves. I don't care if it's in this industry or outside this industry or in life. I just want to help people become the best version of themselves. So I found myself meeting with my mentor, my original mentor that got me started in the industry. And we decided to meet every single week to just discuss like a topic in terms of network marketing, because she wanted to learn more about showing up on social media. So I am a, I'm a Gen Z on the cusp of millennial kind of thing. And she is a Gen X and kind of on the verge of being a boomer. So we have these two very different like age ranges, but she wanted to learn from me and I wanted to learn from her. And she's the one who taught me everything I knew, all the basics to get started. Now she's like, hey, I got to start showing up online in this new venture she was doing. So we came together and we said, let's write on a topic every week. And we wrote a topic. We would come every week and show each other what it was. And soon, like halfway through the topics that we put together, we discovered that we were writing a book. And that is this book right here called The Unwrapped Leader. And it is a book about leadership and how you could become a gifted leader in your business as a network marketer. And from this book, we've expanded the brand. We've done course creation with it. We have a whole social media MVP course. We've done um, like brand audits, one-on-one -on -one coaching, all that fun stuff. But really what that did was it drove me into, I had this pull and this drive to do more than what I was already doing. And I, and so I actually made a shift recently. Um, and I left my network marketing company after five years. I, I loved it. I loved the community. Um, I, I loved, I loved the people. I loved the product. But when I came into that business, all I knew was that I loved the product and I love to share it. And I fell in love with the community but I pursued it full-time because I started to see that full-time sustainable income, but I still felt like I was lacking something and I wasn't being fulfilled the way I wanted to. And I had to kind of like just step down for a second and think, what is it that I feel like is not like complete right now for me? And for me, it, it was just, I was feeling the lack of, I guess, being, being able to promote out more leaders than I wanted to. And I wanted to, I wanted to lift as many people up as I could. And I just, I personally just felt limited. And so I wasn't even looking for something else at the time, but you know how sometimes the universe just puts things in front of you at the very right time. So that's what kind of happened to me. And I came across this video talking about this other company and it was hundred percent online. It was global, which is amazing because I've never been able to experience a global company. And the systems were in place, the leadership was in place, the visions were there. And so I had a few phone calls with some pretty awesome people and learned more about it. And at the time I struggled with that thought because I was like, am I quitting because I'm looking at myself as a failure? Like I had all the accolades and, and, you know, people looked at me as being one of the, like one of the top people in the company, but I still felt unfulfilled, which seems silly. It's like, why would you leave? But for me, it was, I wanted to see more average people winning on my team. And when I noticed that I was starting to experience kind of some like 
burnout and stress in the last several months and and not just me but hearing the same things from my team that's what hurt me so much that i knew that i needed to do something i needed to shift because even though i don't i'm not an elementary educator today like i went to school for i know i'm still an educator mm -hmm. and i know that i was put on this earth to help other people and so to i needed to feel fulfilled and i just and i just wasn't feeling fulfilled in that moment so i had to really shift my mindset and think you're not quitting because it's hard. You're shifting because you're evolving, right? Like you are making a decision to advance yourself and, and to do what brings you joy and to continue to better yourself. And, and you're allowed to outgrow things, right? Like if you're sitting there thinking like something has not been going right for some time now, and you have this thought, but maybe it's like getting shut down all the time because you're like, community is great, or I love this, or I love that, or whatever it is about it just like stop and think if are you being fulfilled and if you're not there's a reason and when you could pinpoint that reason you're not feeling fulfilled that's when you can start to look and and just show openness to other opportunities that maybe will fulfill you a little bit more and i was always so closed off to this and i wish i hadn't been because i think from all of this i was able to discover my like my best opportunity yet that was right in front of me and and just to, helping helping me achieve my like my potential and helping people win in this industry and in this business so so it's a little oh my gosh. <laughs> there was so much I was like I think this is the quietest I have ever been on an episode I was gonna I was gonna say I was like am I talking too much I kept saying to make a long story <laughs> short like, like, even though there is so many nuggets there I couldn't interrupt because you were in the groove and you could tell your passion and to me, that's so exciting because what, you know, and I just want to summarize for anyone that's listening, like hopefully you picked up the nugget about, you know, making sure that you listen to your intuition, that you keep an open mind, that you're asking the question, because that was your very first tip, um, that you can choose your purpose, even though, you know, it's against the green and your parents, you know, kudos to them to support you on this journey. And, and, uh, you know, get the degree and then not really use it. You know, you have used it in so many ways because a teacher is beyond just the classroom. And you've shown that through your coaching, through writing a book. Um, and, and, and honestly, when people go into network marketing, I want people to also catch that, you know, you have spiraled and not spiraled, um, spread out into coaching, writing a book and, and making such an impact on so many people. So, um, so yeah, so I just wanted, and then also, I also loved, there was in there a nugget too, about how you kind of still did subbing while building. And I think that's also very common. And we've talked a lot about that on this podcast. Some people quit cold Turkey and then it's like, Oh crap, what am I going to do? Um, some people try to do both and burn out. And that was me. Um, and other people like you, they've kind of figured out a little, like almost like a year runway, if you will, to building out so that your business is paying you enough that it's okay to, to make it your full time. So, um, and, and then obviously that's okay to start over or to make a shift as you outgrow. And I love that how you use that word. So, um, yeah. So what are the top, like top tips beyond that? Do you have any other advice for somebody who's maybe like, maybe the, the you at the home party or getting shared a video or an opportunity, you know, not in a party plan, but a different opportunity that's like, ah, I 
Jenna, this is everything, but I, I feel like I should take a look. Like, what's your advice for that person? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it doesn't hurt to have just conversations with people and educate yourself on different things that are out there. Because five years ago, when I got started in Party Plan, that was all I knew. And so I only was really exposed to like one compensation plan, one way of doing things. And I, I mean, I was doing well, so it's like, why would I need to look at anything else? Right. But for me, it's like I said, I have, I had like that drive and that pull to just be better and just to, just to do better. And, you know, we have come, we have been in, and I think the entire industry has been in like a tough time in the last two years, just with everything going on. And and I do think, you know, like obviously things can come back up, but I also think that just be open. If there's something that's sitting, that's just sitting and, and kind of like your gut is just saying like something's not right here, or you're even considering maybe, maybe you did enter this industry and you are doing it full time and you were like, okay, you know, like, should I be, should I, you know, try and, and get that like part, another part-time job or, or I think, you know, majority of us, I feel like haven't maybe gotten there yet. And it, it was a big decision for me to go full time. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I, I kind of did it with uncertainty, but I do know like no risk equals no reward. So it was a risk, but at the same time, it's like, I still kept that backup plan at the time. And it was almost a blessing in disguise for me because, um, what happened is I was subbing and, and basically that's when the world shut down and then all the schools, like there was no kids going to the schools. And so I, they were shut down. I couldn't sub anymore. So I remember uh, getting told like, oh, go, uh, go apply for EI payment. You can't sub anymore. So you can get paid. And it was kind of like a win-win for me. Cause I'm like, okay, one, I don't want to do this. Like the only thing I only did it for money. Like I really wasn't enjoying myself anymore. It was just, it was a really hard situation to be in. Um, and, and two, I was able to focus more time on this business. So I think if you give it like your honest, honest efforts. And if this is, if this is you watching this and you're like, I would love to make my business full-time think about like, think about how much income you would need to replace to do that. And then break it down into actual action steps. Like it's one thing to go put it on a vision board and be like, be a full-time network marketer. It's another thing to break it down into action steps and be like, okay, what does that look like for me? Is that a specific rank that I need to be at to be making what I need to be at? And then actually break it down into like bite-sized chunks as in, how many people do I need to be talking to? How many new customers do I need to be getting? How many people do I need to enroll into my business every single month? And then not just that, those are like results too. Like, oh, I enrolled a new team member or, or I enrolled a new customer. But it's like, what do you need to be doing? How many people do you need to be talking to? Or how many conversations do you need to have in order to obtain one of those customers or one of those new people? How many people do you need to talk to about the business to obtain one person, right? So it's like breaking down into those steps and realizing what you need to do with it. But if, like I said, you're still feeling like you're at some kind of like plateau or if it's like significantly decreasing like your business or whatever it is, don't like, don't be scared to look at options. That doesn't mean you have to make a move, but it doesn't hurt to, to look at other, just to look at other options to see what's out there. Cause I think I didn't realize what, like the biggest thing I'm passionate about is helping people build their online presence uh, through social media. And where I've shifted to now is being 100% online and being all about attraction marketing is what I was 
kind of already doing, but I felt like I had to do other things too, because of just the nature of the business. And, and I think it's wonderful. I think like coming from party plan, I learned so many amazing things and it's such a wonderful model for so many people, but I just personally outgrew it. And I knew I wanted to do something that was going to help me work smarter and not harder. Like I honestly, I just got tired of parties personally. And I'm like, I just want to show up online. I just want to do my thing. I want to show people what my lifestyle looks like. And I was always huge into health and wellness. So I knew if I was going to shift, it was going to be something health and wellness. Um, but I just, I guess it was just something that was put in front of me at the moment. I wish I would have been open, but I wasn't, but I was only open because I saw a video that intrigued me and changed and just changed my view on things. And so I reached out the to information, like you were open to yeah. information, like you were intrigued enough to say, yes. Yeah. So was it, yeah. so was it a conversation? Like, cause I think that's the other thing you know, and we don't have to dive too much, but I think the other thing, sometimes people are nervous and I, I want them to know, like I made that shift. You've made that shift. People make shifts every freaking day. Mm-hmm. People are evolving or changing. So it's not a new phenomenon, what you and I went through. It's something that a lot of people are either on the cusp of or are looking at or have done and it's okay. So if anyone is listening and is like, nervous or in that position and feels stuck or, or, or whatnot, like I did, it's okay to take a look because taking a look does not commit you to anything. So I want, I want to make sure people heard that, but, um, what was it then? Like what thought process did you have to do to, to have the courage? Cause kudos to you to take the courage to listen to that and, and to see that global impact that you can now make with your book and your new, um, opportunity to go global and to make an impact globally on women. Amen. Yeah, no, I like, yeah, I totally get it. Like, like being open to that conversation and just reaching out and saying, Hey, I saw your video, something drew me to it. Would you like, would you hop on a call with me? And the person that I reached out to, she did hop on a call with me. I talked to her for like an hour and a half, ended up talking to a couple other people. And I think my biggest hesitation was like, I, but I just love the people. I just love the community. Like I, I can't leave, like I can't leave because of this, but I think at the end of the day, you have to take a look. And if you're not feeling fulfilled, one thing that really stuck in my head was my husband, I was talking to my husband about this when I was kind of going through, I was going through it. Right. I was like, do I stay? Do I go? Do I make a shift? Am I quitting? Am I a failure? Thinking all those things and running through my head. And I kept saying to him, like, but like the people, the community, like my team, like it was, I was struggling so hard with it. Cause like you guys, you have no idea how much I love those people and how much I, how much I adore them and, and just being able to watch them grow in ways they did. Um, when I, yeah, like when I say people were, you know, I've heard from people like myself and, and people on my team where we were burned out and stressed out. Like, I mean, there were still so many amazing lessons to take away from my five years. Like by all means, it was an amazing positive experience. But the one thing that stuck with me, can I swear on this podcast? Is that okay or no? Yeah, we'll just can't tell everyone this is where we're coming. Okay. Okay, guys. Uh, no, because this is something I just want to be real. Like this is something my husband said to me and he didn't mean it in a malicious way. This is just how he talks. Um, but he looked at me after I was like, I was pretty much complaining and I was just, and I was just saying like the community, the people, blah, blah, blah. And he looked at me and he's like, Tisha, fuck the community. When the fuck are you going to choose yourself? When are you going to make a decision for your family? Like you've been saying this and feeling, and you've been feeling like this for months. And he knows I have, he knows I haven't been happy. He knows I wasn't fulfilled. And he knows that I wasn't fully in it. And he's like, when are you going to fucking choose you? And I just remember, I was like, I like broke down crying. Cause I was like, at that moment, I was like, you're right. Like, 
what am I doing? Like I, you can love people so much, but you also have, in order to love people, you have to love yourself first. Like you have to fill up your cup first before you could pour into other people. And that's why I was experiencing burnout because I was not pouring into my own cup and I wasn't recharging my batteries. So it hurt me so much. And in, and really overall, it was hurting my team because I wasn't able to show up for them the way I wanted to. And I knew in order for that to happen, as soon as I had that conversation, I'm like, yeah, like I need to do something. And so and I think it also yeah. shows them that it's okay to do what's right for them too. And to follow their own hearts. Like you can't do, you can't live your life on other people's rules. And what's the other saying? Other people's opinions don't pay your bills, right? Like that's what I yeah. always say. It's like, I, I really struggled with it too. And I think a lot of people who move on to a different opportunity or evolve, as you mentioned, it's not anything about the company, the product, the people, like nothing. It's just at the end of the day, we have to do what's right for us and our heart and our, and our soul. And mm-hmm. at the same time, inspire other women to listen to their own intuition. Because women, we got we got this really special, powerful gut <laughs> that is more than just our second brain, but it's also a feeling. So, um, so we yeah. yeah, make sure yeah. you you know that like kudos to you to have the courage to listen and to take that charge. Yeah, and I, I want to share one more thing that was something that I struggled with that I think you know if anyone's listening that feels like that similar way, this might help you too. So another big thing I was struggling with even after I had that conversation with my husband was how am I going to leave with integrity and not in like a negative or gross way. Like I never, like I knew in, in my company, like I, like, I know I treated everyone with respect. I had such amazing connections with other leaders just uh, in the two countries we were in. Like we were like, we, we were, we were, we were buddies. Like we were friends. We collaborated with each other and I never had any sort of like competitive like I'm competitive with myself and it's in my nature playing sports to be competitive but I've never felt competitive with other people I've only ever felt competitive with myself so having that sort of um collaboration with them I knew like leaving it would be a shock but I also knew that it it couldn't it couldn't go bad if I left with integrity and the people who actually the people who really cared about me and supported me you know while I was there are going to have my back and, and they're going to be happy for me. I guys, when I did this, so the one thing that I struggled with was what kind of exit plan. And I was actually, I was given a transition guide that really helped me transition with integrity and just focusing on where I'm going. And one thing that I was told um, by one of my mentors was people follow dreams, not drama. So focus mm-hmm. on where you're going, focus on your vision. Don't compare or like, Talk, like I have, no, like, I really truly have nothing bad to say about, you know, like party plan business or anything like that. I think it, I think it helps so many people. It helped me like the type of person I was able to become out of it is amazing. But like I said, I just outgrew it. I just needed a shift and that's okay. And the flood of messages and emails that I got right after I did it was like, it was just, it was mind blowing to me. The amount of people that just had my back and supported me. Like I just knew I was surrounded by incredible people. And, and that's one thing that I said, I struggled with was, you know, the community was so good. And that just reassured me, like I had amazing people in my corner. Um, but again, to make that shift or to not make that shift because, you know, community or people just remember that you have to choose yourself first sometimes, and you have to fill up your cup before you could help other people. So if you're feeling any sort of unfulfillment in any area there, sometimes mm-hmm. it's because you have to be, you have to let go of something. And that doesn't mean your business, maybe it's something else in your life you need to let go of, but 
December and January for me were some of the hardest months ever. And I had to let go of many things, not just the shift I made with a new company, but there was many other things in my life going on that I needed to let go of. And I was finally able, I felt this lift, this weight lifted off my shoulders when I did it. And to see all the love and support come my way from it was just like, it just made me feel like I knew I made that right decision deep down in my heart. It doesn't, it it was hard, but, Mm -hmm. or that's one thing, that's one thing I, I, I love to share is like, it's hard to be in a life that you feel unfulfilled. It's also hard to make a shift into something new that could be, you know, chasing your biggest potential, but you got to choose your heart. Do you want to stay where you are or do you want to make a shift into something that's, it's going to be challenging. I'm not saying it was easy. It was super tough, but I knew it was where I needed to go. So it's like, you need to choose your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap it up um, here, but you know, that is a reminder and we have talked about it before and there's really three decisions people have as women, especially if you're not, uh, not fulfilled, you can stay where you are. Like you just said, right. You can try to do exactly the same. Okay. So same pattern, just get into the same routine and guess what's going to happen. You're going to be this two-year person that's always looking for something new every couple of months or every couple of years, because it's not the right fit, or you can flip it upside down like you did and do something completely different right? Um, which will have then a different result. Okay. So anybody that's listening that knows they're kind of in that wheel in that hamster wheel, or kind of already looking out there, just know that sometimes it's not you. It's what you're stuck. Like it's the hamster wheel. I always call it for myself. I'm like, it's like a hamster wheel. And I was the two-year government employee every two years. I would be on my lunch break looking for another job you know, because I was so unfulfilled and it took this industry to realize I really like talking to people, right? Like I like making a difference and making an impact. And this industry has allowed me to then create a full-time business and and same with, you know, Tisha and other people all over the world are choosing the flexibility or the time freedom or the income potential or just the fun of the incentive trips and whatnot and the free product that they can earn and that it's not the same as what it was back like 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years ago. So anybody that's listening, um, hopefully you loved it, but make sure to go ahead and click the link in the, in the comments so you can take a look at that Unwrapped Leadership book or her courses and training and, and all the amazing gifts that she has to offer as a human and as a as an entrepreneur and a, you know, top network marketer, I'll just say it, um, and follow her new journey as well. And if you're a mama that's like looking at making commas or kind of feeling a little bit stuck and needing to scale, um, make sure that you take a look at us too, because we've got lots of freebies for you that you can grab and instantly implement to make more money each month with your check. So there you go. Thank you so much for listening. And if this is helpful, feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe for some more. Thank you for having me. Thank you.